Welcome to Working for Women, the independent women's forum podcast, where we are changing the conversation about women and public policy for the better. Hello, I'm Charlotte Hayes, Director of Cultural Programs at the Independent Women's Forum. Today I'm here to talk with IWF's Managing Director, Carrie Lucas, about how government taxes technology. Um, it goes without saying that the Internet and technological advances have reshaped and are reshaping almost every aspect of our life. Carrie, the very fact that I'm here talking to you, uh, you're thousands of miles away in Berlin and Germany, and then we're going to uh, make this conversation available to anyone, everywhere, and anywhere who wants to visit the IWF website. Well, that just boggles the mind, and, and it just would have, wouldn't have been possible uh, uh, a few years ago. So this is an important topic. Carrie, um, first, I want you to tell me, who do you think are the most important beneficiaries of these technological advances we've seen? You know, um, thanks so much, Charlotte. You know, it, is, it really is interesting because um, I think so much of the time when we hear talk about, about technology, there's kind of this focus or this idea that it's it's the gadget guys. It's the guys who are lining up and waiting overnight so that they can be the first one to get the new iPhone um, that are the biggest um, beneficiaries of technology. But in fact, I'd argue that that's really not the case. Um, you know, especially you, you women, I think, are among technology's biggest winners. We may not be um, as um, interested in the, you know, the, all the latest gadgets, um, but when it comes to, to putting technologies to use, and um, and really kind of building our lives around them. Um, you know, women have been just have been so um, have had so many more options created because of technological advances. Uh, the work from home, which um, uh, options uh, which so many women take advantage of now, are really um, attributable to this this increase in um, in cell phone availability and internet um, uh, internet technologies. Um, so, you know, I, I would argue that women are certainly um, just as be- benefit just as much as as men, and may really be the technology's biggest winners. Well, now, what about taxes, Carrie? Can you tell me how the Internet has, has uh, been treated in terms of taxation since it became such a force in our lives? Yeah, you know, because it really is. It's an. I think that's an interesting story. With um, uh, you know, back when the internet was still just kind of blossoming, um, back um, in the mid 1990s, um, Congress came out and um, passed a a law saying um, no taxes on internet access. Um, and this was basically to prevent states and localities um, from trying to use um, technology, um, the internet technology, as a revenue raiser. Um, and because of that, largely. Because of that, um, it's really there's been this um, the internet has been uh, free. It's been fairly affordable for people to access, um, and certainly this has helped in making it um, as widespread and encouraging the development and really how it's kind of blossomed into something that was you know unimaginable in 1998 when I think the first moratorium was passed. Um, but um, this this no tax law or no tax rule has has really helped make the internet what it is today. What so do we really need uh, a law of this kind? I mean, why would government want to tax something as important as access to the internet? Yeah, you you would think this would be something that that you know people everywhere you know who doesn't um, you know use the internet today. You'd think that there would be no way that that the government could um, could push a tax on the internet because people would would rise up and say, hey, no way, hands off my internet. Um, but in fact, I think it's incredibly necessary that this um, that this uh, that a, a law comes out and this that this um, internet tax moratorium uh, is extended, and that's because because it is so instrumental in our lives. Um, politics 
politicians and policymakers, governments out there, um, they love to tax things that we need. Um, we know they know that you know there's really when it comes to to something like the internet, um, you can tax, put a tax on there, and I'm still going to pay whatever I have to to get on because it's such an incredibly important part of my of my life. Um, you know, for for me, I for as just one example, I use it. I wouldn't be able to have my current job. Um, my kids need it for their for for schoolwork. Um, you know, I stay in touch with my family. I'm talking on an internet based phone with you right now. Um, so of course, uh, it's a very I, I would pay, have to I would pay more if I had to. And policymakers know that. Um, which is why we've seen um, policymakers take advantage of, of other um, of other uh, services like this. So absolutely, I think there would be a real fear um, if if we didn't have the tax moratorium extended. But again, the good news is, as I should mention, um, that just this week, the House of Representatives at least has taken action and has extended a internet um, tax moratorium. So now that's heading to the Senate. We'll see if that makes it to the president's desk. Let's talk about wireless services, which we all all use. Are, have you really been saying that wireless services have a, a special tax in the same way that cigarettes do? Yeah, well, absolutely. That's one where where um, policymakers um, you saw that we all loved our cell phones, and they said, "Oh boy, you know, this is a great way for us to raise some revenue." And so now. Um, wireless services are among the most highly taxed products or services of, of any um, any that are out there. You're right, just in line with cigarettes and um, and things like um, special liquor. The average American is paying um, the combined um, tax on federal, state, and local loca- local tax on wireless is more than 17 percent. So that means for every time if you had a hundred dollar cell phone bill, you know, 17 bucks, <laughs> you're going to get 17 bucks of that wow. is going to go to taxes. Yeah, it's really that's um, you know that adds up, and that's that's a pretty hefty um, hefty price, and it really just doesn't make any sense. Carrie, if if they hadn't passed this moratorium, uh, we would see the same thing happen to to our internet, wouldn't we? Absolutely. You know, especially I should mention that the fact that um, that we're at a really uh, you know as we've all as both people have heard, um, we're at a, a new kind of a, not, a dawning of a new era when it comes to the internet. You have um, the F- FCC has just um, pr- has just passed new um, regulations, which have been called net neutrality, but which have opened the door um, to allowing the internet to be taxed since the internet will now be considered a utility. So like your telephone um, for purposes of regulation, that gives government uh, kind of new authority um, for taxing it. And we, we can hope that this, that by passing an internet moratorium, a tax moratorium, that this might help prevent them. Although, you know, like any good bureaucracy, I'm sure they'll be able to find ways to start tacking some fees on if it's, if they, if that's what the direction they want to go in, but at least, but at least this, this um, having a law that, that says the internet's supposed to, remain tax-free should act as a, a deterrent. Back to wireless, I suppose at one point uh, cell phones were, were seen as a luxury item, and so, you know, it was fine to tax them to soak the rich. But really, um, everybody has a cell phone today. I mean, is, is that still a rationale for taxing them? Yeah, you know, I think I think you're probably right that at one point this was seen as a luxury um, good, and you could go ahead and say, oh, you know, just like we would put a special tax on yachts, um, that let's you know, we can tax we can tax these these 
very frivolous cell phones. But of course, we know that that's not at all how it works today. And in fact, um, there's a lot of people who, who decide to forego landlines and, and to use cell phones. And often, um, you know, people living in bad areas, your cell phones can often be, you know, I consider it a, a first line of defense safety device. You want to have a cell phone on you in case you get into trouble or, or something, something bad happens. Um, and in fact, when you think about who is most hurt by these um, wireless taxes, it's, it's certainly not rich guys. You know, rich guys aren't going to care if they've got a you know, $200 cell phone bill and another 20 bucks or um, 30 or 40 bucks is tacked on. Yeah, they can handle that. Um, but when it's somebody who, who needs that cell phone, who's using that as their main line of communication, somebody who is um, you know, traveling on a bus and needs to be able to get in touch with, with their loved ones, um, make, make ends meet if that is their main line of communication, uh, you know, it's that, that can really affect you. For a, for a lower income person, an extra $20, $30, that hurts. That hurts each month. Um, so these wireless, uh, these wireless um, surcharges uh, are very regressive in that they hurt um, people with lower incomes far more than they do those who are wealthy. What do you think we should be doing to discourage governments to, from trying to use uh, technology as, as a vehicle for collecting more tax revenue? What should we be doing? Yeah, well, you know, it's it's really it really is good news that this is something that um, that has um, bipartisan support in in the House and that they are moving forward on, on this in, in Congress. Um, but I really do think it's important for everybody out there to kind of become more aware of this because I think like a lot of a lot of people aren't paying attention. You, know, they get there, they get their cell phone bills, and they you know pay what they pay, and and they don't think about it. But they should start pay start paying a little more attention. Listen about the debates in Maryland right now. They're considering a major increase in in wireless taxes. In Florida, they're looking at rescinding some of the higher taxes and moving in the other direction. People should get engaged in this and, and tell um, their elected officials, make this a priority and say, you know, enough is enough. You, this, isn't, this is not a place that you um, should be trying to, to squeeze us for every last dime. Technology is an ac- absolutely critical for a lot of folks. It's critical in terms of work opportunities. It's critical for education um, and for b- basic everyday communications. There's no reason that technology should be singled out for a special tax. Carrie, uh, technology has just been a, a, a booming sector of our economy at a time when there, there's a lot of stagnation. What about these taxes? Could they impede that? Absolutely. You know, it's it's amazing looking at um, at the potential impact of, of if if this bill doesn't didn't doesn't move forward, and if the if we begin treating internet services like we have wireless services, and everybody starts to, um, putting taxes on there, it's going to hit a lot of people and could really end up restricting um, access. I know you had a great um, a piece uh, this week on IWF's blog um, that looked at some of the um, the potential impacts of of um, allowing the internet to get taxed, and this this could re- result in much less access for for people, and that's really bad news. We need all all Americans. We've talked about the digital divide used to be a, a kind of a buzzword um, that we worried about people with lower incomes not having access to, to technology and that that would be a real concern. Well, start taxing it and that's exactly what's going to happen. It'll be only those with, um, with the higher incomes who are going to be able to afford to get online. We don't want that. That's why we really do need to get um, to keep the tax man at bay. 
Well, Carrie, this has been a great conversation, and thank you for being our guest today. Um, and as you know, we have written all of a lot of us at IWF about these issues at the at, at our website, uh, and and that that blog that URL is IWF.org. And I hope our listeners today will will go and read what we've written if they're interested in this issue. And if you haven't have a computer, you should be interested, or a cell phone. Um, and to those of you who have listened to the podcast today, thank you so much for your time, and thank you, Carrie. If you enjoyed listening to this podcast, please give it a thumbs up, share it on social media, or stop by IWF.org for similar content.